Welcome to Rick Radio Community Sport, Episode 2. On the podcast this week, we featured the Crusaders Athletic Club, who recently opened their new clubhouse in the Irish Town Stadium, with an array of Olympians attending, including Ronnie Delaney. And I'm joined here by Susan Walsh and Michael McGovern from the Crusaders Athletic Club in their beautiful uh, new uh, clubhouse over here in Irish Town. And I have to say, uh, Susan Michael, what a fabulous uh, building you have. And uh, very impressive the, the way as well that uh, your sprinters have a, a lovely track uh, to run along. Um, you had a great evening for the Open of it. Tell us, tell us about that. We did. We did a super evening. First of all, Mick, I'm so impressed that you're impressed because we just think it's a fantastic facility. And that's what it's here for, for people to use, you know, for the athletes to get in and get their training done, especially when in the in the winter. I mean, it's a small enough area, but it's 40 metres in length. So it's great for the kids, really great for the kids. Yeah, we had the opening last uh, Tuesday week and it was just, if you're anyway involved in athletics or you like athletics, the buzz was just, the, all the anoraks were here it was a lovely lovely evening we hadn't had the opening naturally because of covid and we had to be careful so the area that we're in here now is our indoor clubhouse area and we just had the kind of athletic dignitaries here so we had five olympians which is just fantastic to have them here on the one night all together we had ron delaney who is the will always be for us the the, the god of athletics Absolutely, yeah. won the the olympic gold 1500 meters in 1956 in melbourne we had um the wonderful caroline o'shea who's the only irish woman ever to make an 800 meter olympic final and we had three other Olympians. Once you're Olympian, to me, you're a god. With Thomas Chamney, who ran the 800 metres. We had, and Derek McLean, also 800 metres. And then the great Phil Conway, who's a shot putter. So they were our Olympians on the, on the night. We had them up here in the clubhouse doing the uh, ribbon cutting. And we're still very conscious of COVID. And we then had... The outdoor area set up with a gazebo and we had a bit of food and we had the speeches. We didn't have many speeches, a couple of speeches welcoming everybody, but you couldn't not show off your Olympians. So there was a lovely, lovely buzz about it and a great atmosphere and it was a terrific night and a great night to open it up. And of course, you, you have a sixth Olympian as well, Maeve Coyle, who wasn't able to make it on, on the night. And you have, a, you have a beautiful... The Olympic wall, Olympic Mick. Wall the Olympic yeah. wall. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm sure that's an inspiration too for... For the younger kids. The younger people, yeah, yeah, to see that. Yeah, the great Maeve Coyle, who uh, I, I challenge people to go and google her and see the grief that she got as a married woman who was still competing competing for ireland wearing shorts going out running what year were they mike it was the years started that she was... 1956 and then she ran 60 in rome and 64 but i saw a letter to the evening herald i think it was or the irish times in 1956 when she was chosen and there was uproar because not only was she a female, but she was a married female. <laughs> Going away and competing for Ireland. So Maeve has been, for athletics in Ireland, she's a legend. 
Um, and unfortunately, she's um, suffering from Alzheimer's at the moment. So it was unfortunate that she w- wasn't here. But we haven't just got six Olympians. We've a number of Olympians named on the wall, but we've pictures of those six there on what we're calling now our o- Olympic wall. And it was great on the night to have five of them standing in front of their photos, getting the photo taken, because when is the next time we're going to be able to have you know an occasion like that to to invite our Olympians down we're very lucky as a club that we still have these peers these people to look up to and they're still involved in crusaders and it was funny because Mike here did a speech on the night and at the end of it he said in recent years one of the younger lads um, has developed this little saying and we do it after races and we do it after a few beers when we're celebrating as well and it's crew for life so that's our toast and so on the night Mike said crew for life and would you believe Ron Delaney rang us that night about half nine ten o'clock when we were at home to thank Mike for inviting him and he did a super night and everything and he said I can't get crew for life out of my head because he said my friends were there tonight at the the opening so he had his friends all octogenarians here ex-athletes still in contact with each other still friends and he said that that saying crew for like life really resonated with him when he looked around and he saw all his friends still here so as in all sports you know, if you get involved in sports at an early age, you're going to get a friendship because you have you have a likeness already. Mm-hmm. You have a sport yeah. that you're yeah. interested in and you're going to remain friends. I certainly have um, friends from when I started running when I was 12 and 13 that I'm still in contact with. It's you're you're like minded, like minded spirits, you know. So it was great. It was it was lovely that the older lads took on the crew for life as well. So we'd be expecting them now to be high five and <laughs> us for crew for life. Let's go back a little bit further. When did Crusaders start off? Uh, it was uh, we were actually in our atheist year, so we were formed in 1942 during what Irish people laughingly called the emergency, <laughs> which was the, to everybody else in the world the Second World War, <laughs> but it was an emergency in, in in Ireland. So 1942 it started mainly, I believe, by by rugby players who wanted to do some sprint training during the summer, but it's grown uh, hugely now from from a few few lads starting off at rugby, we now have nearly 600 members, 250-odd children, and then the rest are adults of, of all ages, of all ages. Yeah, we have from seven to... Actually, training now, running, from seven to gym is 82. Yeah, so um, once you're in your seventh... You're, you're in your eighth year in the calendar year so you could be seven with us now um, and we're hoping in the future that we might go a little bit younger but that's a little bit down the line when we get it's all to do with coaches and we're very conscious of child protection and the, the our coaches have to do all those courses get vetted all that type of stuff so we're very careful and that's not just for the safety of children we're, obviously it's very important that we take the, the the safety of the children on board but it's for us as coaches 
that True, you know that yeah, we're vetted yeah. as well, and that we know what to do and how to do it and how to treat the kids. Life has certainly changed. Oh God, yeah. yes, you yeah. know, nineteen forty-two, even into the seventies and eighties, and what it is today, because as you say, there's just so many different rules and regulations and yeah. governance that is required for a, a, a club. Um, with that in mind, I'm, I'm sure you must have a very strong committee. Uh, we're very lucky with our committee aren't we with our with our expertise on that committee um, the the backgrounds that they have the you know you've hit on it there Mick the, the paperwork involved in a volunteer club it's it can be daunting and we're very lucky that we have the likes of solicitors CEOs accountants that we can call on for favors when we're not sure where we should be doing or what we sh- what we should be doing because we want to do it right and you and you want to get it right but it, yeah it it can be daunting i wouldn't fancy starting out setting up a club with all you have to get involved with i wonder would you know it's tough on everybody but we're very lucky we've a great committee committee of about 15 which might sound a lot but everybody on that committee works and has a job to do now looking at this beautiful uh, clubhouse you have here, and it's upstairs as well, elevated, looking across at uh, Irish uh, the stadium here uh, as well. Um, so obviously it costs money. So can you talk me through the process of money is the understatement? Yeah. Yes. So, um, so a number of years ago, the uh, the uh, incinerator. It was planned here by a company called Covanta, and uh, as part of their setup, they they have to uh, give some money to the community, and that who gets who decides to get that. Uh, there was a committee set up called the Community Game Committee, which was very appropriately named because it is, every, any money we get is, is a gain to the community. And there are some very, very dedicated, all volunteers, all local people, local organisations, they sit on that committee and, the, and they go through projects. Anybody that wants to apply for funds applies. It could be schools, it could be, uh, but it's mainly volunteer organisation clubs, etc. And they have to decide. And it's, to who gets that money and how much did they get and obviously that's a that's a tricky proposition especially when you're living in the community so those people on the community do a great service to the community and, and you know it has to be said they, they, they do a wonderful job uh, so Crusaders we contacted St. Patrick's CYFC the football club and we thought that by going in on a joint venture into one building but two sports so offering two big sports athletics and soccer uh, to the community and have a fantastic facility we thought that was the way to go so it was it cost 2.8 million eventually after all the additional costs of covid and everything else we got two million and fifty thousand from the uh, community gain uh, committee and we we put the rest in ourselves um, so crusaders were lucky that we had life quite savings. A, lot of, a lot of life savings uh, so we were lucky we were able to put that money into, into it ourselves and looking around uh, the, the centre here and the clubhouse here you've got great facilities looking at weights behind you've got Bikes, uh, well, they're not probably just they look bikes to me, but they're cross trainers. Cross trainers, yeah. cross trainers, and then as I said, the we've, got, we've got hoops and loops and yeah, yeah, and, and, and hurdles and also blocks. Uh, I was asking about all these 
TRX. 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 Yes. For weights, is it for, for, for self? Yeah, for self. It's it's mainly done. So this space can be utilised for a number of purposes, and one of the main purposes we have, besides sprinting and using it for the kids, we can do circuit classes. So the TRX machines or the TRX uh, loops are can be used as part of a strength and conditioning circuit. And you're so, using your own weights, your own weight on them. So we would have we would weights. have a class every Wednesday, particularly starting in September for our members. And so our members get not just get coached for running, but they can come up here and do use the gym and they can also sign up for a class on Wednesdays and we hope to expand those classes to available to our members, maybe to include Pilates and yoga and also to have talks. We've had a few talks we had uh, CPR training here as well, mm. and we had uh, a talk by one of the female athletes on female body imaging for younger kids, younger girls. For our teenagers. And so it's, it's, it's a wonderful, like as we use it, uh, we are very conscious that uh, it can be used for multiple purposes. And not, and not just athletics, but other, other things as well. And, and the, the, looking at the, the track, Mike as well, you know, it's 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 what to, it's, so this track, this is, is actually uh, it's it's all prefabricated, and it will be the same surface that would be used in the Olympic stadiums in London, and recently in Oregon, and all the major stadiums would have that type of a surface. But it, again, it's it's we chose it not just for athletics, but it's very hard wearing, and it can be used for any any purposes, including as I said, Pilates, yoga, uh, circuit training. And everything else so it's it's a wonderful surface it should last us 30 40 50 years forever long the building stands so it's it's uh, multi-purpose as i say multi, multi yeah that was the plan that we would be hard work hard working durable but also that it would be the type of undersurface that we needed for the sprinters and for the um, it's great for the kids as well you know they're not going to hurt themselves they fall in that absolutely, or anything yeah absolutely now obviously a lot of athletics events takes place outside uh, you have the stadium outside but uh, you've also been involved in road running you had a very successful Docklands 5k not so long that's our yeah that's our fundraiser Mick and we obviously we haven't had that since 2019 so we would have it's it's a super event it's our only fundraiser it brings the funds in to keep us viable it it was something that we had planned for for 2020 21 22 um, to to pay off this so um it's vital to the club that we keep that going and it's a great event actually yeah it's i always say it's a race organized by runners for runners so when while the money is that we make from it is vital to the running of the club our interest is in in putting on a proper event so as people can get a proper run in so we don't want thousands of people in it because they're they'll all get you know clogged up together so it's it's put on with the athlete in mind and then there's a, a great party on it afterwards that our sponsor jp morgan is a sponsor yeah, for sponsor the, party. The, the after party and then we yeah. have Waystone is another company that's the principal sponsor but now we're finding that we've other companies coming on wanting to sponsor the race so that's that's wonderful that's and great. as i say as susan said all the money 
goes back into the club, which eventually is, is the community yeah. in which we are. So, And how many members would you have at present? We're, we're just under 600. In 2019, we were at our highest. We, we hit up to 700, just married me under 700. So we're not quite back up there yet. Now, that doesn't mean, Mick, on a, on a, you come down here on a Tuesday night, there's going to be 700 people out there. So we don't tend to have the kids training with the adults because we've yeah. got, there's a lot of restrictions there's a lot of you know coaches the gender of the coaches with the kids and all that crack that we have to take care of so we don't want adults on the track when the kids are on the track so we different days different nights for the seniors and the kids so you our biggest night on the track really is tuesday night and we'll have about on the adults wise if you count the two sessions we probably could have up to about 150 on the track training at any given time but we we have it all perfectly worked out we use every lane we use every space of the track and and it works really well and we we cater for all different standards mix so we would go from the i think usually people will will hear the couch to 5k the the um fit for life that type of person or athlete coming on board and we like to encourage people who can't run when we, when we started here first, Mike and I are coaching here in Crusader since 2006. And Mike always says one of his best achievements is getting guys and gals from the area who wouldn't have been capable of running a full lap. Like, they couldn't do a full lap. Mm. And so Mike started with them doing, you know, half, half of... of the length only, walk and then jog and then walk and then jog and build them up. And after a couple of months, you've got these doing like a, a, a 3K and they're delighted with themselves. So it's small steps. You don't, but we do cater for the internationals as well. So we have all standards, which is great because then the juveniles, can, as they're coming on and we're going off the track, they can see these and hope to emanate their standards, you know, to get to to get. We'd love to see another Olympian. It's great to have that we have had so many in the club, but they don't come along every year no, or every true. two years, Mick. You don't see them that often. Yeah. And for people who, who would like to join the club, how do they go about it? I think the best thing to do is to go onto our club site. So it's crusadersac.ie. AC.ie. So there's two voices giving you that one. Crusaders with an S. AC.ie. And we have all the information on that there. Um, so you'll get everything on it. You can you can join straight away um, or you can just check out what we're about. If you wanted to come down and just have a look, come down on a Tuesday night, say about say about seven, and you'd see what's happening. Um, for the kids, there is a waiting list. So get on to crusadersac.ie and send an email in and we let you know. Now, when I say there's a waiting list, we're starting again in September. So as soon as the age groups fill up, we start another waiting list, you know, because yeah, yeah. we can only have X amount with, with the, the coaches. coaches. Yeah, That's yeah, what we're tied to. Yeah. Not like our day, Mick, yeah, when you just arrived, a hundred of you were running around and <laughs> two people shouting at you, you know? It's changed slightly. Yeah, it's, yeah, we have to be really careful. And as I said, that's both for the kids and it's for the coaches as well. But for adults, there's also an option to, to pay, I think it's 20 euros for a two-week trial. So just to see if they like it or not. And if they do like it, then they get 20 euros off the, the full the membership. 
membership. It's a full membership, which yeah. is only the full membership for an adult is at one hundred and fifty, which is three quid a week, which is not even a cup of coffee. Depending on where you buy the cup of coffee, but it's cheap coffee. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it, it is as you, as you point yeah. out, it is quite reasonable. And uh, the facilities you have access yeah, to, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. You know. Whatever it is. Now that you have all this wonderful clubhouse, and you've got more and more people joining up, what's the, the future plans for Crusaders? Um, or is there happening to bike life? Well, we we want we we will probably have to get if the more people that join, we probably have to get more, more coaches. Uh, coaches plus also need. Uh, we only hire the track, the outdoor track from Dublin City Council, so we'll probably get a, an extra day or so, an extra night's training. And then we hope to get more Olympians. The more people we have joining uh, and we have better coaching, uh, they should be able to hopefully become internationals. But we have a new, there's a new development going in the glass bottle uh, site. That's right, yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of homes being built there or being planned to build. So those people are going to have to have amenities and sport is probably the best amenity you can have. And we've, besides Crusaders, you've got St. Pat's there as well. So if, whether you're good at football, you can join a football club. If you're not good at football, you can join the athletic club. And so there's a, this facility is going to be wonderful for the community, existing community, and for the future community. In September, we're actually starting a couched 3K. Now, the reason for that is to encourage, because 3K is two miles in old money, yeah. and it's to encourage people who might be a bit frightened of a 5K, because that's your 3.1 miles. You know, there's, there's a big difference in that if, you're not, if you've never been a runner, if you've never been d- done those type of distances, or you look at people and go, I, I can barely run to the shop for the milk, you know? But you can, you just have to not do it hard. Just start slow. And so... It's the first time we're going with a couch to 3K. Now, the idea is that that 3K will be from from September, say, to Christmas. And then after that, we look at a couch to 5K to bring them up to doing the Docklands 5K. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we did this year. So we got a lot. Now, I'll have to slag the men if there's any lads out there listening because we got a lot. And thank the couple of lads that turned up (laughs) because I'd say it was 80% women and... 2% 2% men um, or 20% um, but the idea was to start from a very very baseline of walkers build them up to jogging and then get them to run the 5k and with doing that the lads and gals that were coaching them actually jogged around the 5k with them it would have been a jog for the lads that were doing the coach and it was tough going for the lads that had joined it yeah. and, and they competed and completed the Docklands 5k it was great to see I get a real buzz out of seeing their faces because they're actually delighted you know these people are thinking running isn't for me and it's but it's so good it's so good for a base for your health for your fitness and for other sports as well and it's, it's a cheap sport in many ways too but that, I don't mean cheap cup, of, cup of, thing, of coffee a week cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's 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 a pair of runners. Yeah, maybe it is a pair of runners. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a top or a tracksuit, and you can do a t-shirt, a t-shirt, yeah. t-shirt or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, exactly. uh, I always found that now. 
I have to say with Mona that uh, you know my days are certainly gone, but for <laughs> these young people, yes, we never say gone. never, Mick. We oh, never yeah, say no, never, yeah, never, never, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. But wonderful to see all this, and wonderful yeah, to great. see you know the uh, community are, are able to access us as well. Mm. And yeah. we wish you the best of luck, uh, William. Thanks a lot for joining us and the thank you, Mick. today. Thanks thank for you. having us, Mick. That was great. What a great project. Hopefully, we will see more Olympians from the club. My thanks to Susan Walsh and Michael McGovern from Crusaders Athletic Club. Also, my thanks to Dylan on sound and editing. Join us next Tuesday from 12 noon as we feature more stories from local sport in the Ringsend Irish Town area. From me, McCandley, take care.